Spazzin' Out, America's podcast, recorded live from Boston, broadcasting around the world, covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. We really are living in a country full of babies, pussies, bitches, complainers, people that can't handle anything. It's getting out of control. In Sutton, Massachusetts, whiny, bitchy parents, not from Sutton, but from Georgetown, have seen it to get four eighth graders kicked off a varsity soccer team. They're upset. Now, now let me just back this up a little bit. There are some waivers that you can get. For example, in in wrestling, I know this because I'm from Woburn, and if you don't have a full team and you have a kid that's in eighth grade that could win a spot on the varsity team, you could get a waiver to get him to wrestle. I don't know how it exactly works. I just know that that you can get a waiver to have an eighth grader wrestle on the varsity team. Apparently, you can get a waiver to get eighth graders to play on on the soccer varsity team, and that's what Sutton did. The waivers have been signed. It's completely legit. And then... The Sutton girls varsity team beats Georgetown in a playoff game a couple days ago. And then the parents in Georgetown complain and they get the eighth graders kicked off the team. You fucking babies. These eighth grade kids kicked your kid's ass. You should be looking at your kid and saying you lost to a bunch of eighth graders. You shouldn't be trying to get uh, the eighth graders kicked off the Sutton team. You shouldn't be trying to penalize Sutton. As a matter of fact, one of the 8th graders scored two goals. All you've done, you didn't get your team back in. All you've done is make yourself and your team and Georgetown look like a bunch of bitches and prove the fact that the United States of America is a country full of babies that can't handle losing. They have to, they have to litigate to win. They have to complain to win. Everybody's equal. Drives me nuts. Now, in Florida... Another example of everybody being a bunch of babies. A third grade teacher is forced to resign. She has to quit. She went into the girls' bathroom. Said the place, apparently the the place was a pit. I guess the girls, they they peed on the floor. They pooped on the floor. The bathroom was a mess. She confronted the class to try to find out who did it. I I remember when they used to do this when I was in school. Not not the poop and piss, but like when, when a class did something wrong. Because I was 90% of the time, me or maybe Paul Pantolano, um, you know, or maybe Gavi or maybe Ridden, we, we did something stupid in class. This kid, Eric Fandel, used to always do fucked up shit in class. So we would, we did, we would do something in class, but you wouldn't get caught. But then the teacher would turn and say, fine, everybody stays after unless you, unless the person that did something wrong comes forward. Same thing for football. Everybody's in trouble unless you come forward and say that you're the one. Same thing, wrestling to track. It didn't matter. Gym. If you did something and the teacher caught it but didn't catch who did it, they would call out the class and say, you're all in trouble unless the person that did it comes forward. So this teacher did it to the third graders and said, okay. You're all going to clean up the shit. You're all going to clean up the piss. 
unless the person or the people that messed up the bathroom stepped forward. No one stepped forward. The teacher made all the boys, all the girls go into the girls' bathroom and clean up the bathroom, and now she's fired. Ridiculous. We're going to talk about those two stories. Absolutely ridiculous to me. Now, I don't know if my podcast is recording. I'm having some phone issues, but I'm going to power through it. Hopefully, you're getting all this. I won't be able to check it until after it's recorded. So you kind of got a little side nugget there, having some phone problems. All right, let's get to the story in Sutton, Massachusetts. This is a problem for our country where you have younger kids, right, that, that are apparently very good athletes, Good enough to play on the varsity squad. I don't have a problem with an eighth grader playing on the varsity. Bro, I don't care if there's a fourth grader that's good enough to play varsity in soccer. I'd let them. Now, it might get a little bit different for football. Size might be a problem. I can understand that. But maybe you have a big kid. The MIA, trust me, in Massachusetts, it, it probably takes a goddamn lot to get a waiver like that, to get an eighth grader to play on a girls' varsity team. Clearly, the girls were qualified to play if one of them could score two fucking goals in a playoff game. So I don't have a problem with that. As a matter of fact, I encourage it. Competition is what drives our country, drives our individuality. It drives us to be who we are. If there is no competition, we're all the same. There's no uh, reason to get any better. There's no reason to push yourself to be the best you can be if there is no competition. Now, me personally, I try to compete against myself. That's why, like, when you do stuff in business or, or if you work out and you keep a stat sheet of the things you do, you can compete against yourself and always try to better yourself. If you don't do that, you're never gonna try to better yourself. If you don't have something to raise the bar on, to chase... Well, how are you going to get any better? How are you going to sit there and look and say, okay, today I could run a mile in eight minutes. And then the next day, uh, hey, look, man, I ran the mile. It, you know what? I had a bad day. I ran it in uh, eight minutes and 30 seconds. But well, look, two weeks later, now I can run the mile in, in seven minutes and 30 seconds. And, and then, do you get what I'm saying? You have to track your success. And the way we track our success is in competitiveness. If you're not being competitive, if you're not playing to win, then everybody's the same, everybody's equal, and then you have these bitch-ass parents in Georgetown that will complain and get kids kicked off of a team in the middle of a playoff run. It's beyond messed up. And what it is, it's... Bro, why are parents even getting involved? If your kids aren't good enough to be 8th graders... Take your kid and fucking talk to him. Go to your kid and say, hey, you are the only one to blame here for losing to an eighth grader. If you want to beat eighth graders, I mean, it's laughable that I'm sitting here having a conversation with you guys about the fact that parents are butthurt that younger kids beat their height, beat their senior. We're talking about 13-year-olds beating 18-year-olds in soccer. And the parents were all, oh, they stole my kid's chance to be a champion. Your kid didn't have a fucking chance to be a champion if they were going to lose to shit, to fuck shit, if they, if they were going to lose to 13-year-olds. Your kid should be embarrassed. This is a great lesson to teach your kids. Losing is a perfect opportunity to build your kid up, to teach your kid the tough things in life, and to teach them how to do things better. When you lose... 
You probably learn way more in losing than you do in winning. Now, there are a lot of things to find in a game when you've won to try to make it better. For for example, the Patriots this weekend, they played the Browns. They absolutely kicked their ass, but there was a play to Stevenson, Ramondre Stevenson, where uh, Mac Jones, it, it would have been a fucking touchdown. Mac Jones passing the ball. He looked upfield before he caught the ball. Everybody would sit there and be like, oh, the guy had a great game, a fucking uh, 100 yards rushing. I look at the game and I say, bro, don't fucking look upfield when the ball's being passed. You wait till you catch the ball. You can always strive to be better. And that's a teachable moment for these kids. So shame on the Georgetown parents for not taking this opportunity to explain to their high school student that in life, when you lose, you fucking lose. In life, when you're working, you you own a business, you're flipping houses, you're working at your job, whatever you do, you you lay foundations, you you put roofs on, you put in windows, you're a carpenter, you're an electrician. When you lose a bid or something or, or you fuck something up, mom and dad don't come in and say, oh, no, 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 you can't give the bid to this electrician because my kid is a better electrician. Oh, no, this is an unfair advantage. You, you, you've got a waiver to get permit. I don't know how you got permits, but my son gets the job. It doesn't fucking work like that. And this is when you learn. In high school sports, this is where you learn that the real world is competitive You either win or you lose. And if you lose, you get better. If you win, you find things that you can do better. You look at the weaknesses of the game and you get better and you translate that into real fucking life. And in real life, when the eighth grader is better, the eighth grader gets the job. When the eighth grader is the better architect, and I say that right, architect, whatever, you know what the fucking word is. I'm not going to win a freaking award for speech. Don't care. All right, so the eighth grader, in the real world, is the winner. They beat you out. It doesn't matter if you're 18 years old. When you're 30 and you're pitching something to try to win something, to try to win new business, someone beats you, they fucking beat you. You didn't get the job. That's how life is. What can you do better? You learn it. You learn it in high school. That's where you learn it. It's so important that these kids learn this lesson that their parents are not going to be there to help them. No one is going to be there to help you. Win or lose, you should have played good enough to win. It's like when teams lose because a ref made a bad call, you should have played better. You should have taken it out of, you should have removed all doubt. Instead of leaving it in the ref's hands, you should have took it into your own hands. This is a great lesson for kids, and it's taken away from them, and it looks terrible, and it's bad for the United States of America. It's bad. When we start telling kids and teach them at a young age, if you lose, no worries, you can just bitch about it or litigate, and it'll get reversed, and you'll get bounced over. No big deal. No biggie. It's not how it works. Out here in the real world, when you lose, you actually lose. You lose money. You lose financially. 
you get fucked. And in the real world, if you win, you get the money. You made the big play. You get the spoils. You don't get to bitch and moan and say, eh, it's unfair. This guy was 23 and I'm, I'm a 50-year-old. Tough fucking shit. Tough shit. That's how it works. And kids need to learn it at a young age. And the best place to learn it is in athletics. So please don't take the competitiveness away from athletics. Do not let the parents get involved and bitch and moan and overturn situations. Don't screw the Sutton team because your butt hurt that your kid wasn't good enough to beat an eighth grader. It's disgusting. Now let's flip to another scenario. In Florida, a teacher has decided to take matters into her own hands or to take things old school, as I like to say it. A teacher in Florida is being forced or is forced. She had to resign, was forced to resign because she made her entire third grade class go and clean up the girl's bathroom. She she went into the women's bathroom, found that the place place was a mess. There was poop, pee, toilet paper. Listen, the kids didn't respect the bathroom. And what, the poor fucking janitor is supposed to come in here and clean this up? That's the guy's job to clean up kids' shit and piss off the floor because your kid isn't respectful enough to use the bathroom in the proper way? And then they trash it? Well, this teacher says, I've had enough, brings everybody into the bathroom and says, if you don't tell me who trashed the bathroom, you're all going to clean it. You're all going to pick up the poop, you're all going to clean the piss and the toilet paper, and you're going to wipe the crap off the walls. No one admits, no one steps up. The people, the culprits, the two kids that did it, they don't step up. The rest of the class gets penalized. That's fantastic and I love it. You either win as a team or you die as a team or the people be a real leader. If you made the mistake, you step up and you own it so that the rest of your classmates don't have to get screwed. I'm actually surprised someone didn't just take the fall. I would have. I've done this a couple of times in my lifetime where I've taken the fall so that everybody else doesn't have to deal with the penalty. I'll explain it to you in a second. So the teacher does this. She calls out the whole class and says, if the people that did this and made the mess raise their hand and take blame, the rest of the class doesn't have to pick this up. But if no one does, I'm penalizing the whole class. The whole class cleans up the bathroom. One of the kids goes home and and tells his mom, mom, I had to clean up poop today. Mom goes absolutely ballistic and gets, ah, I can't believe my baby had to clean up shit. Well, let me tell you something, honey. Your baby's going to be cleaning up shit for for a fucking living because you treat him like he's a baby. He's never going to get a real tough job. He's going to have to clean up poop. Now, let me give you an example where, for me, I took the blame uh, track and field. So I ran track. You know, I might have been one of the people that did it. I don't really recall. Uh, but shit. So I, I ran track and field, and um, our coach was late one day. And we used to, I think cha-ching was what it was. I think if you showed up late to practice, you had to pay or something. I can't remember what the fuck it was. But the the coach, uh, Pat O'Connor, I think was his name, he showed up late one day and the whole team went cha-ching. We were all stretching. We were on one of the end zones. We were on one of the the elbows. I don't know what the fuck you call them. On one of the turns on the track. And we were stretching. The coach showed up late. And the team as a whole went cha-ching. Or they said something. I can't remember exactly what it was. The coach got fucking pissed. He was like, no practice today. Screw you. He went nuts. The guy was pissed. And... 
I remember, no, he asked who did it and no one fucking stepped up and said they did it. So he's like, you know what? Forget it. No practice. You guys don't care. I don't care. He was having a bad day or something like that. I, I while everybody was stretching, I went into the locker room and I went into the, the coach's room and I went in and I said, coach, it was me. I told him, I go, I was the one that did it. And I remember he said, he was, he just looked at me, goes, no, nah, pause. The whole team did it. And I said, no, no, it was, I literally, I go, it was just me. I just, my voice echoes. I told him, I said something like my voice echoes off the, the way Woburn High School was. Um, you could, you actually could get a pretty good echo from that side. And I remember telling him, I said, coach, no, it was me. The voice echoes a lot over there. Everybody on the team, they, they're good guys. I, they, I'm the scumbag. I did. I took the fall for it. And he came back out and we had practice. We had practice. We, we, that's. You know, nothing happened. I didn't get in trouble. It's not like he was going to make me run. I was terrible at track. He just knew that I, I was taking the fall for the team. Um, shit, I remember because I did that, uh, he nominated me for um, uh, school and sports involvement award, which I ended up winning um, at the high school. But I'd seen him years later, and he talked about that. He's like, remember when you came in and you took the whole thing for the team? And I was like, yeah, he goes, remember you said that your voice echoed? And I was like, yeah, because <laughs> it was clearly the whole fucking team. It wasn't the whole team. It was enough guys on the team that did it. But I was trying to take the hit for the team so that, no, you know, so that he would get out there and, you know, have a meaningful practice for the kids that wanted to have it. I can't remember exactly what it was. I think we said cha-ching. But anyways, there's a scenario where if I was in that class, I would have taken the fall. I did, you know what? I did it in football, too. We, it was a rainy day out one day, and we we all went outside. It was the, uh, my sophomore year, I think, and we absolutely ripped up the field by doing slides in the field. And I remember Coach Quayley was all pissed off. That, that no one knew who did it. He just went out. His dad was the assistant. Uh, was his, Sorry, his dad was the athletic director, and the field was fucking trashed. And they knew the football team did it. And coach was like, if someone doesn't admit to this, you guys are all going to be running. Everybody fucking leaves. I went into the office and I told Coach Quill, I said, Coach, it was me. And he said, just you. You did it all by yourself. I said, yeah, I, I went out there and I, I fucking tore up the field. I took the hit. And, of course, he didn't. Uh, we had to. You know, what was worse, actually, I think it was worse than I went and did it because he made us run still. And he said, fucking Paz is the only one that's got balls to come out here and say that he did it. So now you're all going to run because you're a bunch of babies and wouldn't stick up. Something like that. Oh, I got to remember it. I'm pretty sure that was my sophomore year. I would be willing to, I always would step up and take the fall for everybody else in the crew if I had to. I'm, I'm just, I'm just like that. But more people need to be. Own it. If you did it, fucking own it. Step up. So now let's get back to the third grade class. I think the teacher is in the right to make the entire class clean up the bathroom because nobody would step up. Now, I'm not saying that the other kids should rat. I think it's great that the other kids didn't, but the kid that caused the problem, the kids that trashed the bathroom, one or two of the girls that did it, they should have took, they should have stepped up and they should have saved the rest of the class and they should have took their lumps. And if they weren't going to, then they should all shut the fuck up and say, hey, you know what? Nobody says anything. We're going to clean it up as a class and we'll move on. You don't go home. And bitch and moan to your mom. I tell you, Dad, oh, they made me clean. Bro, if I went home to my father and I was like, hey, Dad, they made me clean up shit in the bathroom. And my father would be like, what the fuck did you do? That's what my dad would say. He wouldn't call the teacher. He wouldn't say anything. What did you do? Why? What'd you do? Would you shit in the floor? My father 100% believe I shit on the floor. 
tell me I deserve it. Straight up. My father would applaud the teacher and say, yeah, that's right. Just like a dog. If you got a dog and it shits on your floor, you put your fucking, you put the dog's face in it. Don't fucking shit on my floor. Dog pisses on the floor, you put the dog's face in it. Don't piss on my fucking floor. My kid shits on the fucking floor, his ass is picking it up. My daughter shits on the floor, pick that up. I'm not here. I tell my kids all the fucking time. Take responsibility for your life and for the things you do. I'm not going to be here. And the parents going in, they should have sent that teacher a thank you letter and said, thank you for not letting my kid off the hook. Thank you for not letting the class off the hook for fucking up the bathrooms. But no, in this society, oh, we can't play soccer against eighth graders. In this society, I can't believe you made my kid pick up shit. And then the teacher gets fired. The teacher's the one that gets fired. No one cares for for the kids that, that caused the mess. No, fuck them. No big deal. You can shit on the floor if you want. God forbid the teacher tries to correct you from doing something. My fucking gym teacher used to throw fucking keys at me. Mr. Murray chucked a fucking set of keys. I was taking a fucking shower. This dude chummed a set of keys at me so fucking hard. And, and for for swearing, as you could tell, I swear a lot. We, I was swearing um, during his gym class. I, we were playing at like the white field or something. And it broke. He didn't even do it during the gym class. He waited till wrestling practice and I was in the shower and the fucking keys came out of nowhere and he said, Paziali, watch your mouth in my class. I didn't go home. I didn't go, Dad, I didn't throw the fucking keys at me. <laughs> Mr. Murray used <laughs> No. I was willing to pay the price to swear. I swear. That's what that's what I do. My mom, she swears. Every other word out of my mouth is fuck this, fuck that. That's just who I am. Very difficult for me to be on the radio, to not swear. It, it, it's, it's an extreme talent and an ability for me not to drop an F-bomb on the radio. Anyways, to wrap this up, we're in trouble. And people and parents don't see it. You think you're doing right by your kid to call and get a soccer team and get kids kicked off a soccer team because your daughter lost. You're not doing right by your daughter. You're teaching them a bad lesson. You think you're doing right by your kid by forcing the school to get a teacher to resign because she made your kid be a part of a group, clean up a bathroom because the other kids didn't come forward. You're doing your children a disservice because out in the real world, you're not going to be there. They're going to have to pick up the shit. Or they're going to have to be better than that and make sure that the kids don't shit. They're going to have to make sure that their teammates aren't shitting on the floor. And if they do, they pick it up. They make them pick it up. You're teaching your kids that they don't have to have any respect and that there are no consequences. And if and if you don't like the teacher and how she's acting, we'll get rid of her. It's awful. You're setting a bad precedent for your kids. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out. I have no idea what just happened there, but I got cut off. I was just trying to say, if you like the podcast, please subscribe. Please share it with other people. That's all I ask. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. God bless. God bless America.